This episode of the Weekly Standard Podcast is sponsored by The Great Courses. The Great Courses brings the world's greatest professors to your fingertips with more than 500 courses on science, history, philosophy, fine arts, better living, and more. The Great Courses are available on digital download and streaming or DVD and CD. Best of all, you can listen to or watch The Great Courses at your own pace without the pressure of homework or exams. And now, for a limited time only, The Great Courses is giving our listeners an offer of up to 80% off the original price of selected courses, including Latin 101, Learning a Classic Language. For this limited time 80% offer, go to thegreatcourses.com slash WS to find out more. That's thegreatcourses.com slash WS. Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. Well, for 24 hours now, I've been hearing that it's absolutely unprecedented and outrageous that American U.S. Senators would write a letter to Iran about foreign policy. Is that right? Let's ask Steve Hayes with the Weekly Standard. Steve. Michael, how are you? Uh, I'm unprecedented and shocked and treasonous, apparently. You know, I, this, you expect that sort of feigned outrage from Democrats because they're trying to make a political point. What I guess I'm surprised at and maybe shouldn't be is the willingness of the media to be so used in this way, you know, sort of amplifying these these claims of shock and outrage that 47 Republican senators would write a letter basically uh, reviewing and putting in one place views on this subject that were well known. They're making an argument that they've made before. It's not anything new. And yet Washington is in a tizzy. The foreign policy establishment is having a meltdown and you know, people who are professional outrage uh, machines are in, in, in full tilt. I mean, the whole thing is so preposterous. No, no, Steve, so Steve, Steve it's, in my, it's in my Twitter feed. No congressperson has ever talked to the head of another country ever in the history of America, ever. I mean, this, this is so ridiculous. There was an NBC News uh, post by Mark Murray, who's their senior politics editor, yesterday in which he called this stunning development and said it you know finally brings to an end the idea that politics ends at the water's edge i mean you have to be totally ignorant of recent history or willing to set that aside in order to make that kind of a claim i mean just go back to the last decade and you have of course the number two democrat in con in congress uh at the time david bonier traveling to Baghdad in September of 2002, basically to propagandize on behalf of the Iraqi regime. He also went with Jim McDermott. He went with Michael Thompson of California, three Democrats. They appeared on a Sunday show from Baghdad to beat up the, the president and to question uh, the arguments that the president was making. This was a trip that we later found out was paid for by the Iraqi regime. <laughs> and yet Democrats today are saying that senators writing a public letter expressing their well-known positions is somehow unprecedented and stunning. It's a total crock. And you can point, point to 2007 when Nancy Pelosi traveled to meet Bashar Assad at precisely the time the Bush administration was trying to isolate him because of his bad behavior. She meets with him and then amplifies his claims mm -hmm. to be a reformer, that he wants peace with Israel, what have you totally contradicting Bush administration policy, and yet the people who are today squealing about this public letter from these senators said nothing at the time. Uh, well, I used to live in Massachusetts, and so a couple of stories come to mind, like John Kerry having dinner with the Assads at some high Tony restaurant and talking about what, what a civilized couple that they were. I remember Congressman Jim um, uh, McGovern 
uh, hanging out with the uh, Castros and still does t- to this day and did, you know, when uh, Castro was behaving at his worst. And, of course, the classic story, uh, Steve, that you know about when declassified material came out of the old Soviet Union, Ted Kennedy was working directly with the head of the Soviet Union, his open intention to undermine Ronald Reagan's foreign policy. This is a sitting U.S. senator working with our Cold War enemies, and these same liberals are now suddenly shocked. And let let me add one more to that. Jimmy Carter, in 1990, when the first Bush administration was preparing to go to war in Iraq, the first Gulf War, they were rounding up support among United Nations Security Councils because Democrats had urged them to go to the United Nations Security Council. Jimmy Carter secretly wrote to each of the heads of the nations on the Security Council, urging them not to uh, approve this resolution that would ultimately lead to war in Iraq, the first Gulf War in Iraq. He did that secretly. And when it came out, Brent Scowcroft wrote about it in a book that he co-authored with the first President Bush. And where was the outrage then? I mean, where where are these people who think that politics is just now ending? Politics ending at the at the water's edge is just now happening. Where were they back then? But the idea that this is new is preposterous. The fact that you have the media making these suggestions suggests hey, again, either they're ignorant of history or they're choosing to set it aside because, in effect. They're propagandizing for Democrats. On well, I don't know which one I want more. Do I want a corrupt media that's choosing to sell out for a president they support or an idiotic media who knows less about world history than my seventh grade son? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Well, it appears if you read the, the stories and you look at the feigned outrage or maybe the, the real and ignorant outrage uh, being expressed today, it appears we may have some combination. Uh, so, something bigger, though. The premise that this letter is an attack on President Obama, in other words, that this is you're trying to undermine a president or to hurt a president or obviously uh, everyone who signed it is Republican because just that's just the the world we live in. But I got to say, I don't I don't think this is about Obama. I think this is really about Iran and nuclear weapons. Well, let me let me be clear. Even if the president, even if the letter was an attack on President Obama for this particular position at this particular time. It would be perfectly acceptable. I mean, President Obama is negotiating with a state that his own administration has designated repeatedly because of their support for al-Qaeda. And if you ask the administration, as I did last night, why they're not bringing that up in these negotiations, why it's totally irrelevant to the negotiations on nuclear issues, that Iran has supported al-Qaeda, continues to support al-Qaeda, they will say, we have separated the two issues. That's crazy. So, yeah, President Obama should be criticized for that. I have no problem if they were criticizing him. But I agree with your premise. That's not what this was about. This is about Iran. This is about making clear to Iran that whatever parts of the deal Congress doesn't sign off on, Congress will not be bound by. It's a perfectly logical argument to make. There's Mm -hmm. absolutely nothing wrong with it. And, you know, again, the people who are pretending that this is new or unprecedented – Look at it in another another context. Last month, Elizabeth Warren announced that she was going to make a campaign of fighting the Obama administration's new trade initiatives. Well, that's the same idea. This is President Obama. This is the administration pushing for an international agreement. It's not yet been agreed to. And Elizabeth Warren announcing that she's going to do everything she can to scuttle it. Why is that a patriotic move? And what the senators did in, in reviewing and announcing their well-known position, somehow a treasonous move or a traitorous move. Well, Steve, I can answer that because the the only true American is the native American. And so that includes Liz Warren and not the rest of them. So that's what this is all about.
The, the entire the entire episode is a make believe Washington story, and and I believe that the politics are exactly the opposite of what Washington conventional wisdom now holds and Democrats seem to believe. Remember, this is an issue. It, it's a 70-30 issue at best for Democrats and the president. I mean, even if there's a deal, there's a new NBC News Wall Street Journal poll out yesterday. Even if there's a deal, people think it will do little to stop the Iranians in their quest to get a nuclear weapon. You have the American people uh, favoring being tougher with Iran in poll after poll after poll. The idea that President Obama now uh, is is somehow in, in a politically in a better place because he's making this argument strikes me as implausible. And which is why we're so glad to talk to you, Steve Hayes. Thanks so much for your time. You bet. Thanks, Michael. You've been listening to the Weekly Standard Podcast. Please be sure to check weeklystandard.com regularly for podcast updates. I'm your host, Michael Graham.